My name is Thais Gibson, and I'm the creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, I want to talk to you a little bit about long-distance relationship strategies and tools for intimacy. So this can be a really challenging thing, which is to be in a long-distance relationship, and it can really create some new challenges that are separate from just a regular relationship. There can be huge benefits to doing this as well. And, and it can really focus, for example, your time and energy on like nurturing the emotional connection and really the foundation of the relationship. But also if we don't have proper strategies and tools in place to really help a long distance relationship thrive, then we can feel defeated a lot, frustrated, and it can have more challenges than even our average relationship. So I really want to cover seven main strategies that will help you get into a position in your relationship where you can feel like you're thriving, feel like you're super connected, feel like things can really move in a positive direction and you can really make long distance work. So strategy number one is to close the physical distance with emotional vulnerability. So vulnerability is huge. And I know sometimes we have all these negative associations where we think vulnerability means we have to cry about everything or whatever it might be, but vulnerability is, it goes hand in hand with just authenticity, with being able to say to somebody, Hey, this is what's important to me, or, Hey, here's what I'm feeling today. Here's what my fears are. Here's what's going on. And to be able to really open yourself up and this is going to be a requirement for this relationship to work effectively because it doesn't just mean open up about your feelings and your internal world, but also your needs. And if we don't talk about our needs vulnerably, if we don't know what they are, if we're not able to articulate them, you're, you're going to feel like they're not going to get met very well. And then we get frustrated. Why is my partner not meeting my needs? And we tend to sometimes expect subconsciously that somebody else will know them rather than doing the work to actually share them with somebody else instead. And so this is a really important tool. And if you want to do a deeper dive into understanding your needs and also understanding steps and tools to communicate them in a healthy way that doesn't have to be really like volatile or emotional or charge. It can just be like a normal thing. Um, then you can check out our 14 day challenge course, which goes through all major areas of a relationship and helps you get really clear on what area of the relationship you may need to work on the most, what your partner may need to work on the most, and how you can actually use the steps and tools that will help you. For example, one of the major things is identify your needs and really get clear about them and communicate them in a healthy form. And so there's a lot of really powerful stuff in there that you can check out. Number two is to overshare a little bit. And I know oversharing isn't always the most comfortable thing for everybody either, but I don't mean like overshare, like you have to say everything about who you were with and where you were at all the time. I don't mean like in a controlling way um, or that somebody's controlling the situation, but I just mean that we need to make somebody feel included when they're not in our physical space. And we can do that by sharing little details, like the thing we laughed at today at work that was so funny, or the thing that really um, inspired us today on our drive home, or the thing that came up for us that we realized about ourselves, you know, just like personal little shares that make the other person feel included in your life, included in your day, included in your thoughts um, by sharing things that you thought about with them. And when we do this, we really build a bond. We build a bridge for connection. And so just being intentional about that will be huge. Number three tool for intimacy is create healthy habits for connection. Um, healthy habits are massive. Habits <laughs> make or break our life the vast majority of the time, both personally and relationally. And what I find is that when we have healthy habits, you have like a morning routine where you do a 15 minute call or you do an evening routine where you send some nice things to each other before bed or a gratitude routine or whatever it is. If you have healthy habits, especially as it relates to like dates um, and like making sure you have intentional time you spend, if they're phone dates, Zoom dates, Skype dates, whatever they might be, healthy habits will be 
huge for this. Like, I just can't stress this enough. So pick habits that you, both of you can see yourselves committing to that both of you will derive your needs being met from. You'll feel interested and excited to do and make them fun and enjoyable and, and show up to really put the effort in. Even if it's been a long day, sometimes we can feel like, oh, well, who cares? You know, but it's, it's important. You know, we're not always going to feel our best. Um, there's a lot of stress in life for a lot of people. And so, you know, it's important to push through, through those things a little bit or have more regulation in your life with boundaries and things that allow for a container of space to be there for your relationships where you can show up, feel energized, feel regulated, feel like your best self. And it's not pressuring you to always show up in like a super intense way. But I mean, like if you're tired, show up and say, I'm a little tired today. Let's be here for half an hour, but really present for half an hour instead of an hour. Like you can pivot stuff, but do try to put in the effort, even when it's always the easiest thing to do. And that will make the habits work. And this will help the relationship to thrive. Number four is to manage expectations. Um, what I find goes really wrong in this dynamic for people in long distance relationships is they often do not have intentional ideas about what the, the relationship should look like. So we'll have one person thinking, yeah, if we see each other every three months, I'm fine with that. And another person thinking we can't go more than two weeks without seeing each other. And unless you talk about this stuff, these are just expectations floating around and you're going to find a conflict every time you bump up against conflicting expectations. So be early about it. Do it proactively, like have a conversation. This is what are your expectations given our situation? Cause it's not going to be perfectly easy. What are your expectations given the situation? How can we make these things into needs by talking about them, communicating them, and then have like healthy habits around these needs. So we're not just expecting Bob should call me every day. And when Bob doesn't, I feel upset, but instead intentionally saying, Hey, it's important to me that we talk once a day and let's create a habit around it. Let's let's, this is a need for me. And so the more we do it that way, the better. Number five, it's very valuable to have boundaries around minimal amounts of time to see each other and spend together um, over Skype, phone, Zoom. So to put some boundaries around, like, hey, we don't want to go more than one month without seeing each other. So we'll make a bit of a plan. It doesn't have to be like to a T, but the boundaries being there in advance will give each person's subconscious mind a sense of certainty. And oftentimes when people are getting triggered and they're having a, a hard time self-soothing, it can be the fear of loss of the emotional connection or, or just intimacy of the relationship as, as a whole. Or it can also be um, fear of lack of certainty, like lack of certainty in relationships can seriously affect them so much. So by having this be intentional and proactive, again, you're like getting all these things out of the way early that would otherwise be obstacles later on. Our next one is to be creative about how to get your needs met in various forms. So what this means is like, I've seen people who are in long distance relationships sit down get on Zoom or Skype, cook the same meal, open the same bottle of wine and make it feel like they're on a date. And these things can really lay a healthy foundation for a relationship because they force you to like make the effort, be present, show up. And those are things that are important in relationships as a whole, that sometimes we can forget when we're just around people or we live together where we're, you know, in each other's space all the time. So that will be really important. And bringing that element of presence into your interactions will be very important as well. Like phones away, you know, that sort of thing. And being able to be there, even if it's just for shorter periods of time. And last but not least, be as intentional as possible. You know, have conversations about things, show up in terms of what you want to create, what you want the future to be like, you know, have the tough conversations early on so that the more intention that's there, 
um, there's this quote I heard once and it basically said something like everything we don't plan for will just show up as an obstacle to deal with instead. And I really believe in that. And that doesn't mean plan so rigidly that everything has to be just so all the time, but it means have some kind of intentions and just a, a path that you're moving towards. And of course the path's going to wind and, and move in a direction you don't want at times, but the more we can just be intentional about how we're showing up, how we'd like to show up, what we need from somebody else in terms of how they show up, all of these things will help the relationship go around. So I hope this makes a lot of sense. If you want to go into the six pillars of relationship, the six, seven main pillars, um, check out our 14 day challenge course, where you can go into each major area around communication, around needs, around self-soothing and emotional regulation, around boundaries, all these important dynamics, um, that will help you really see into what your dynamic is and then someone else's as well. And, and what you need to improve both sides. And we'll give you sort of like a little roadmap to follow in a way when you go and complete the 14 day challenge course. So you can check that out. Um, I'll put a link in the description box below. Thank you so much for watching and for being here. Please like share and subscribe if you haven't already, and I will see you in the next video.